0: Hello and welcome to the Finder Flow radio show podcast. I'm your host, Winston Wittes, and I'm here today with a very special episode. Today's episode is all about harmony. So this is episode Harmony 2.0. I've done another uh, podcast episode on harmony, and it is one of the more popular episodes, which is really kind of cool and inspiring, I think. So I wanted to do another one. And um, it's an important topic, it's an important topic, right? We've got things in the world that are not always so harmonious and uh, situations, in fact one happened just uh, last night, as of the time I'm recording this episode, another um There's a shooting at a nightclub in uh, Los Angeles and just a real sad story. I didn't even go too in-depth into it, so I'm not sure all the details. But that's, you know, what popped up on my phone first thing in the morning. So it's it's a thing, you know. These things happen. And so this isn't – yeah. So the idea here from my perspective and from how I feel this can offer the most value for – as many of us as possible for the most of us the, for the better good if you will right the bigger the bigger good the, the whole and um this idea of harmony for me is how can we what can we those of us who are so um kind of unrelated but related last night yeah someone so um last night somebody close to me had uh you know brought me aside and uh said like hey you know can i talk to you i said yeah sure of course and so we uh talked and this person read me a prepared letter right and uh they're going through alcoholics anonymous you know or um and uh the 12-step program, right? And, um, there's a part with that, if you're unfamiliar with it, where you, the the person going through it makes amends or apologizes or tries to make amends with people that they've maybe, you know, treated poorly in the past. And I haven't gone through the 12-step program, so I don't know it from that side, but, um, you know, but that's kind of what was going on here, right? So, um, So what was interesting for me was, you know, I've known this person for a very long time and we are close. And yet when this person was saying things to me, apologizing for the way they had treated me over the years, it, it reminded me of things that I basically don't consciously think about very often right it's stuff that I've just gotten used to I guess right stuff that's just like that's just the way it is you know I don't judge or I do my best not to judge Um, I practice non-judgment as best I can and and yet I'm still human right and yet there is still parts that um, unconsciously or consciously have not I have not let go of and and part of that is self-preservation right because um because i only have so much life energy i only have so much tolerance for stress and for being bullied and that was one of the words this person used was like hey you know basically i'm sorry for having bullied you and um and you know that that wasn't a term i guess that i'd labeled it with our relationship with or our interactions with but it kind of like was like huh, you know that's <laughs> that's a pretty accurate way of describing it and um, you know, when I look at look at things, it's like, okay, you know, yeah, we had th- that that was uh, very much a part of our relationship in a sense, I guess, where I felt that I had to be on guard with this person or protect myself from this person. And uh, quite frankly, at some point, I think I kind of started realizing like the less time I spend around this person, the safer I am, right? And um, there's no need for me to expose myself to this kind of uh, behavior, right? I don't, I'm don't, i not somebody who's trying to pick fights or win arguments or be right or be better than. I just want to do my thing. And uh, if somebody feels threatened by that to the point where they've got to put me down or, um, you know, attack me or show me all the reasons that it's easy for me and, uh, you know, that I'm just, you know, born with the silver spoon and this whole kind of thing – you know, like, why do I want to spend time with that person? I might really care for them. I might love them. Um, but that's, you know, at some point, it just becomes way more hassle than it's worth, right? And so to hear this person kind of say these things, um, you know, there's a part of me that was like, man, that's that's really huge. That's uh, very insightful. I really appreciate it. And a part of me that wanted to just feel like warm and fuzzy about it. And then there was a part of me that was like, you know, I've got a lot of scars, <laughs> a lot of battle wounds from from just knowing this person and our interactions over the years. So um, so it wasn't so easy to just let go and be, you know, I want to be Zen-like or, you know, letting go and, uh, you know, maybe more like whatever framework you work with, Jesus or whoever, you know, some some person or some being spiritual being that's far more advanced than I myself am to just be you are forgiven, I forgive you, you know, and it's like I do forgive this person. Um and and you know, if I'm also being honest, there's a part of me that's like like okay, that's awesome. That's a, a great first step, right? And um again, trying to forgive and forget or forgive, not quick to forget it's hard to maybe forget uh, but this idea of harmony i think for me kind of ties into this idea of like you know sometimes we we're we're around people that are not the easiest people to be around right and i and i started you know trying to like you know in the last day since it happened it's like i you know kind of reflect on it and think like okay how has this person impacted me in my life. You know, like what kind of things in my life are the way they are or do I do the way I do them because of the way I was treated from this person? Right? And um and then I start thinking like, well, you know, I'm already kind of somewhat antisocial, not antisocial, but I I prefer to be alone. <laughs> not that I'm antisocial so much as I just would rather be by myself a lot of times there's very few people who I want to like actively go out and like hang out with my jujitsu crew. Yeah. If we're going to go train jujitsu. Yeah. Let's go do it. Right. Um, I'm all about it. Uh, but then it's like, Oh, let's go out for drinks afterwards. It's like, ah, yeah, you know, no, I'd rather not. Um, you know, uh, I did go to lunch with somebody today. It was fabulous as a, uh, somebody I know through a mastermind group and really awesome person. And I, I was very excited to go hang out with this person for an hour because it's somebody who I feel safe with, I guess. I feel like I trust this person, I can talk to them, and, uh, you know, it's very cool and easygoing. So, and then I think of uh, some other relationships I have where uh, another person who's, um, you know, close to me and who I see quite often uh, can be, you know, very awesome, very giving, very, um, uh, not gracious, but... um very giving, I guess, is kind of the easiest way to say it. And then uh, that can also switch and go completely the other direction where it's, uh, you know, full-on attacks on me and what I'm doing and why am I not spending more time with my kids and why am I working so much. And then uh, before I was working, you know, as this, uh full-time consultant and I was doing some other more entrepreneurial things that I think were a lot harder for people to understand, uh, you know, I'd get the exact opposite. Well, why, why isn't, you know, why do you make you more money? Why aren't you uh, doing more of this? Why don't you get a real job? Why don't you do, you know, and like, so there's no winning, right? There's no winning. It's never good enough for this person. And, um, you know, that gets old pretty quick too, right? Cause I'm okay. Great. Well, you, uh, you want me to hang out or like be around you? No, <laughs> what's in it for me? I have no, you, you do not add value to my life, right? Um, and I don't have that much time that I feel like I want to donate that to your cause of causing me pain and uh, bullying me, right? That's not my uh, – I see no value in that. There's no purpose in that. So there's people that I think um, – and, and, you know, and, and I'm the kind of person I could quickly turn around and snap, you know, and like get aggravated and just put somebody in their place and shut them down and really tear them apart, right? And yet – I understand that that is a petty thing to do, that that's my ego, that's a reaction, that that is not going to solve anything because that person is going to either come back full for and, and there are times where I put, definitely like put the line in the sand. And, uh, I shouldn't say it. There's times I've shut people down in that kind of role but managed to do it in a very um, uh, not professional way but very non-confrontational way and i guess that's kind of part of the point of uh today's discussion is finding you know there's going to be people like this in our lives right and um i recently read a really interesting book on conflict and the levels of violence and how manipulation is kind of a level of violence and how um uh you know how it was written by a a guy who is a chief of police i think and he um uh, it's called um Excuse me it's called uh conflict communication I believe is the name of the book fascinating book and uh, he talks about you know he works with these like literal criminals and people who are violent offenders and how to deal with them it's a practical guide of dealing with violent people but then also people in regular life who maybe they're not like punching or kicking or hurting people physically but there is a uh, definitely levels of violence that he breaks down here and you know bullying is a, is a form of violence right um, and so when we can't avoid these people you know how how do we work w- with that what are the options and I'm not here to provide you with super clear options because it, it varies by by all sorts of factors you know and uh, I think that where we're moving to as a society in general is good. You know, I feel like, uh, and, you know, I don't want to generalize people by age or generation or any of that, but at the same time, you know, the millennials get a a really bad rap. (laughs) And I think that they're actually here for a good reason and come with the, the kind of mindsets and experiences that they do because they are here to teach uh As older generations think you know that that we can work toward you know they come with maybe some uh ideas about the way things should be, and um that's awesome, I think you know, so there's I guess what I'm trying to work toward too here is as we shift as a society toward whatever we're shifting toward right. That and some people would say it's for the worse, you know there's definitely lots of political stuff going on right now at the time of this recording, and um it, that's a very divisive division divisive uh, line, right? Like if I start talking about specific kind of politics, this or that, uh, it could very easily turn somebody off right and that would that would not help the cause the cause here is to find the things that we can connect on and be unified on and be like okay we agree to disagree that's fine let's move on and you go to this other thing that is the bigger picture that we both agree on that's a big part of flow and harmony for me is okay, great. Okay. We disagree about this. That's fine. Move on. Okay. We disagree about that. Fine. Move on. Um, where are the things that we, we agree on? And, and what is that? Like, if we, like, I imagine it kind of like a a level of um, like a pyramid in a sense where it's like, okay, uh, if we disagree here, but let's go to the highest common denominator. What thing can we, the most of us agree on that is a good thing that we all say yep you know what killing people generally speaking that's bad okay great cool okay um being mean to people generally speaking that's bad great all right we're on the same page bullying people generally speaking is a bad thing yep we okay so we start agreeing on all these things and then it's like okay well how do we actively promote that or how do we For lack of a better word, how do we enforce that, right, within society? It's like, okay, this person is a bully. They're a jerk. They're mean. They just are a bully person. Well, what do you do about that? What can you do about that? Bully back? Um, You know, sometimes maybe that makes sense. Sometimes they need to be put in their place. They need a beat down maybe. I don't know. Maybe um, you just ostracize this person socially. Uh, You know, and again, I'm not trying to offer like, hey, when they do this, you do that, right? It's more along the lines of, we know this happens. There's people that go and, and lose it for whatever reason and then go, you know, commit horrible acts of violence. Where are the opportunities before that where somebody can maybe see the light and go a different direction? Right, so I'll give you I'll give you some insight into my personal experiences that may or may not be relevant. But here's here it goes. Okay, when I was younger, I was uh, very depressed and very not outwardly aggressive, um, but inwardly angry about everything. Everything. Okay, I just had a lot of anger, and part of it was maybe because I was being bullied at home. Uh, and in these other areas of life, and uh, had a lot of, it just had a lot of issues I was dealing with, you know, from external issues, and then probably internal issues as well, that were a cause or and or separate. I'm not sure, you know, how much of it was chemical imbalances or this or that or what. I don't know. But combining these things, it was a lot. And you know, at that time, it was also like going into high middle school, then going into high school. It was just, uh, you know, that was not an easy thing for I think anybody. Those times of years, and then um on top of it, just uh moving and you know kind of being uprooted in a sense and going into a new um, place, making new friends or trying to make new friends, and then dealing with all this other stuff on top of it, I was just not a very happy person, right, and I had a lot of anger, a lot of anger, and I'm not saying I ever would have hurt anybody because I don't think that's really my personality, but I can also say see how like somebody who was more outwardly aggressive might might go through things and then take it out on other people physically, right, um, or maybe they wouldn't even want to do that, but at some point, if they had the means and they snapped where the, you know it would there would be less things in in their life that would prevent them from doing that, right if they have easy access to guns, and uh, people are you know, they don't feel like they're a part of society or they, you know, have lost their way or that kind of thing, then maybe there would be less time for them to think twice. So when we, when I think back about like things that really like helped me get out of, you know, I don't know that depression is the right word. Cause that's like a clinical term and, you know, I've never been clinically assessed or anything or have any desire to be. Um, things that kind of really helped me turn around. There's a, a number of factors, but some of it was stuff that was very on the surface level, maybe not a big deal. Like somebody might not have thought twice about it. So for instance, I overheard a conversation one day and somebody was like, hey, they, it, it, I wasn't part of the conversation, right? I was just walking from one class to another. And somebody's like, hey, uh, you know that person? So, so? yeah, they're high in life. Yeah, they are. They're so amazing, blah, blah. And I heard that phrase, high on life, like, oh, so-and-so is high on life. It's like, what the heck is that? What does that mean? How How is that even a real thing? That's BS. Nobody's high on life. That's stupid. Anybody who's happy is fake. That was like, you know, my real belief system back then. And so, so uh, you know, I was like, well, I got to find this person. <laughs> I got to see, see what the heck that looks like. I got to, uh, you know try to determine if this is a real thing or not and so i kind of you know figured out who they were talking about and kind of monitored that person and was like you know eventually came to the conclusion wow that person seems to be legitimately happy like it's a real thing and for no other reason than just they're alive right and so it's kind of like a you know breaking one of the bricks in the wall in a sense right and then uh, I had this other situation. I was walking home from school one day. And um, we lived, you know, not super far away, like, but it was a pretty decent way away. And, um, you know, not the funnest way to spend my afternoon walking home. And, um, and you know, just kind of a lot of time to, to think of things and, uh, you know, just kind of walking and whatnot. And all of a sudden this person who I didn't know, but I knew of them, but I did not actually know them or even really knew what they looked like. Uh, this person pulls over and I was like, Hey, you're Winston, right? It's like, yeah. They're like, do you want to ride home? It's like, what the F? Yeah. Okay. And, uh, they gave me a ride home. And, um, it was, you know, it's like, okay, that, it was just, uh, it kind of blew my mind. <laughs> it kind of blew my mind. And, um, you know, it happened a couple other times, and it's just like, man, this this is, uh, that was like a completely, a completely altruistic act, right? Like, this person could have driven right by, and I never would have even known. And, um, yeah, it's like, it's not a huge deal, they happen to live pretty close to me, um, but at the same time, it, it was right. Oh crud! Wow, that guy was going like a hundred miles an hour. Sorry. So, um, so I guess the point of that particular story was for that person, you know, may not even registered on the normal awesomeness of their of things that they nice things they do for people. You know, I don't know, uh, but. For me, it, like, as cliche as it sounds, was kind of like a a big deal, or or I don't want to say life-changing event, but it very, very, was uh, very much had an impact on me, right? So, uh, that was just, it's like, I think, when we think about, like, oh, I, you know, I want to help stop mass shootings or racism or violence or bullying and it's sometimes like you know that's so overwhelming and we have all these people doing trying to do all these things around that that like is it working <laughs> does, does it work yet have we solved this problem yet and obviously it's just it, it keeps happening so it's it's part of our culture maybe here in the U.S. at least um, but it's like okay well if there were more people that would understand the power of, like, that, the simple act of, the random act of kindness, right, the simple random act of kindness, I think that it goes a lot further. I think it goes a lot further than people realize.